0: Come with us now, if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show.
1: (laughs) Welcome back, freaks, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of freaks, including... This is Brent. Tom. Sean. Travis, you
0: have two seconds to comply.
1: Oh, well, I better get this going fast, then. Uh, tonight, it was Travis's pick, and what did we watch? We watched RoboCop, the timeless
0: classic. The timeless, <laughs> timeless classic that will live up forever in our hearts and minds, Damn in screams. our dreams. This came from a very inspired conversation between me and my uh, good friend over here, Tom, where he called RoboCop a, what was it, did you say C or B? He was B-team. Okay, B-team. B-team. I could have sworn you said C. But anyway, so this is one of my, like, just top movies. I love this movie beyond anything. I think this movie has many just social uh, commentaries that are... And, uh, <laughs> I mean, this movie is just fantastic. Uh, uh, I'll let someone else talk for a minute.
1: Well, I mean, the only thing, just to set it up for the three of you who haven't ever seen this movie before, it uh, takes place in a crime-ridden Detroit in the near future, never, uh, I don't think explicitly identified. Said. It's, yeah, it's timeless. Good. and uh, it is timeless. It centers on a police officer named Alex Murphy, who is brutally murdered, and subsequently revived by the malevolent mega corporation OCP as a superhuman cyborg law enforcer known as RoboCop. It's almost like you were reading that off a sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Cheat sheet, because we are informed. And this movie was made in 1987 by the Dutch director Paul Verhoeven. Really? It was made in 87?
2: Uh, It doesn't feel like it was made in 87. That's because it
1: takes place in, like, the the future. future. It is
0: timeless. It is timeless. The future,
1: Conan? That's, yeah, yes. except for the hairstyles, uh, or like right off the bat, I think uh, what? Was, oh man, I forget what her name was. Um, uh, she was on uh, Entertainment uh, Tonight, Lisa for a while. Oh, Lisa Gibbons, yeah. Oh, and the, she's got like this giant '80s hair and, and, and giant, sweaters. You know, yeah. well, you know, so did the kids,
0: and then there's a dance club, and you know, so did the kids. And that but, shirt Murphy's wearing, when but he that's walks supposed in. to be like that's what they refer to as I think splatter punk, right? That's splatter punk, you know, that's kind of the beginnings of Splatterpunk, The kind of like. This is the '80s, you know. Yeah. It's 1994, <laughs> and the world is, you know. Well, it also gives the movie <laughs> yeah, like yeah.
1: an opportunity where they can kind of keep the budget down and be affordable because you shoot like in warehouses, like, yeah, yeah, warehouses or, and regular-looking sets and homes, but industrial it's industrial factories. They have like these little things here or there, like a DVD before the DVD was invented, or like these little other touches that say, "Hey, this is the future."
0: Data spike.
1: Cobra, uh, what was it, Cobra guns. Those. Yeah, Cobra, Cobra guns, those things are Ooh, the awesome. Da- the, the data the, spike s- seems very violent. The 6000SUX. I mean, yeah. We came off with the much less invasive USB. Right, there's got to be another, yeah. <laughs> another <Yeah>. way. <laughs> you you a know. No, USB pop no that's the space. best way, <laughs>
0: seriously. Can't He's stab. a Robocop. What are you ah. supposed to do? Is he going to have his little finger USB cord?
2: I kind of wish we went with data spikes instead of USBs. Because, like, you see that a lot. Like, I mean, like, even in, like, the Star Wars movies, they had, like, data spikes. Yep. Yeah. Well,
0: this is just the first movie. What if the data spike has, like, other attachments and uses? I mean, it's just the spike, you know, that somehow links into, the I mean, it links inspired. into computers and other things. Yeah. <clears> throat> people's throats. Oh, people's throats, as in <laughs> Clarence Bodiger's. Yeah. It was I like how by, he doesn't yeah.
2: clean off the blood when, like, it... it, it he, like, stands
0: the dude in the neck,
2: and then he's like, I'm going to show you guys log in. I never bothered to clean it up. Yeah, we're
0: talking about Kurtwood Smith, Clarence Bodiger, the father from that 70s show. Yeah, so that's he the makes that guy, right? guy oh, ever. Yeah. yeah, he
1: does make a good guy. I don't guy, remember yeah. ever seeing that guy in a movie prior to RoboCop, and, like, oh. after RoboCop, it was, like, impossible for me to take him as... The, fa- the kind hearted father. You know, well, I guess he was still a stern father on the 70s show because I'm yeah. like, that guy, I've seen him, like, murder a cop in cold blood. And <laughs> but laugh he's in his also face. been in, like,
2: comedies, too. Like, he, he's pretty good in comedy. Well, he
1: was in, uh, what was it, like, Encino? Not Encino, man. He was in, like, oh. some kind of, uh, school set, like. We drama. got a Captain Google remember, on yeah, it. Remember, yeah. Captain Kurt Google's on Wood. the case. Kurt Woods. Wood. Anyway, I mean, I think this, Google like, movie, I man. love the, uh, Carpe Diem. What was that one? Seize the Carp. <laughs> <laughs> the Remains of the... Not the Remains uh, of the Day.
3: Goodwill Hunting. Oh, with is this? it with Robin Williams? Yeah. Uh, I think so. With the students, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is First that? one to Dead get it. Poets Society? Dead Poets Society? Oh, there it is. Is he in that? Oh, runner, is he like one of the kids? I have no names?
4: idea. I've never seen that movie. All right. oh. What? <laughs> that yeah, I, you, know, you, know,
2: he, you know, he was. He was the kid that... Um, yeah, the kid that killed himself.
1: Oh, there you go. He was a kid?
2: No, he's the father of the kid that killed himself.
1: That would have been around this time or shortly after. Yeah. yeah. A chilling performance by Kurtwood Smith as Clarence Boddicker. The scene in RoboCop where they murder uh, uh, the policeman.
0: Alex Murphy. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Is
1: one of the, I mean, I remember that standing out because, I mean, again, probably I was too young to see this movie. I mean, it's a superhero movie, right? That's not based on a comic book. So this is made for the screen superhero origin story. Uh, But it's told with an adult perspective because, I mean, everything in the movie is like, (laughs) has got this adult edge. And this murder scene, the origin where they kill Alex Murphy, he's then recreated as Robocop, is like so graphic and so violent. And we watched the unrated cut, which features material that was actually rated X uh, on the movie's original release. They cut it out. But, I mean, they're
4: excessively violent
1: <laughs> the the,
2: well, the movie violent. is like, like,
4: extremely violent yeah i mean there's I mean, like at his his bl- his yes. hands getting blown mm. off yeah, yeah that that's one of the only scenes uh, gore and doesn't bother me in any movie it's but this scene always fucked me up Maybe I saw it too young as a kid and it just scarred me for life. But what's well, the sadism? Well, I I mean, it's not even
0: sad. I think what it is is like. I mean, you have so little time to get to know the character Alex Murphy. They need to get you on a gut level where it's like everybody can identify with what it would be like to be brutally murdered. I mean, you can't, but everybody can. Uh, <laughs> everybody can I imagine. I think it's everybody. You know, it's a to fear be victimized that, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's a good way to, it's a good way to sympathy. Cause like I said, they don't really, I mean, they, they don't go into his family really. Yeah. I mean, barely, they really barely touch on who is, who he is because once they, once he becomes Robocop, he's Robocop and he has to unlock his personality yeah. into Robocop. So
1: no, I think you're absolutely right. I think they wanted audience identification with this guy. So you'd uh, feel his plight. And they, you know, so they made it, like, extremely brutal just in the visuals, but then I think adding that layer of, like, the guys are mocking him, does it hurt? Does it hurt? <laughs> After, you know, <laughs> I mean, just, like, adds this kind of layer of, you know, it's extremely uncomfortable, and it's so long and drawn out, you yeah. know? Plus the
2: fact that, you know, it's like, he's getting shot, and, like, his hand's getting blown off, they blow oh. off his arm, and he's still alive, yeah. you know? It's and, just like this prolonged and he, he moment Even when they shoot him yeah. in the head, you know? and he's still alive. Yeah. And he's so. a
0: charismatic dude, and you're laughing at his jokes while he's, like, brutally murdering this guy, you know, because he's just a charismatic guy.
1: Here you say, oh, Boddicker. Boddicker. Yeah, yeah, Boddicker. Yeah. Speaking of Clarence Boddicker, that guy was a sharp dresser. Because not only did I notice that he had, like, these awesome 80s ties on his suits, but at one point he's actually wearing a cravat. What
0: yes, he, like yeah. It looks like he's wearing yeah, like, he like a, a, what a shirt with a hoodie. Yeah, it's a hoodie, with a but jacket. No hood. Really? It's a weird, no, it's, no like it's like a hood, but it like almost like just bunches up in front. It's almost like a weird. No, was, it's yeah, like like a lot. The, yeah,
1: because he had like the whole thing like spilling down over. Yeah, well, like, he also what the had is, he that. was when he was talking that. to Sal. The, uh, I mean, yeah. Get, I got enough muscle to shove so much of this coke up your ass. You'll Frankie, blow this goddamn cock suck his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I just, just watched kidding. a, a just YouTube <laughs> compilation that was like the 100 greatest movie insults of all time. And I want to say Robocop was in there at least three times. <laughs> Bitches Leave was one of them. Of course. Dude. Yeah. The shoving, snow, uh, shoving so much of this factory so far up your ass you'll shit snow for a year was one of them. And I can't remember there was something
2: else. Well, okay, well, one thing I would like to point out is, is the goons in this movie are some terrible fucking shots, man.
3: Well, they explained that in uh, Mission Impossible Four. You're not dealing with rocket scientists. These are hired hands. (laughs) Yeah. You're lucky that they even notice any sort of movement. Plus, that's why they create weapons
0: that spray... (laughs) Is because that's <laughs> yeah. what they're there for. That's why it's these are cannons. A, yeah, that blow that's why up they need
1: the cobra carrier. and shotgun.
0: Shotgun, you know, right. you saw off a of shotgun, dude. You know, it's yeah, just, but they they're terrible <gasps>
2: with the cobra cannon. They you pointed. They can hit him with the cobra. Ca- they can hit cars, but apparently it's not just like okay, co-
0: just like okay. Actually, I just watched Kill Bill too, and my favorite line is when the chick, when, uh, when. uh, when, uh when Beatrix uh, Kiddo says, you any good with that shotgun? And the assassin goes, not that I have to be from this range, but yeah. I'm a fucking surgeon with this
5: shotgun. Yeah, You know, you
0: don't have to be good with a shotgun. You point in the direction, you want, you know, something to be dead, and you you pull the trigger. That's about it. Yeah.
3: And to be fair, Tom, with those the cannons, um, they were aiming at, like, cars and buildings when they were first practicing. Yeah, those things.
1: He wasn't moving.
3: Yeah. And they're like, how do we hit plus, a moving target with this thing trying that, to shoot that seems to
1: take out entire storefronts, but we can't hit RoboCap? Yeah. Uh, uh, sh- it's not like he's <laughs> running It's not
2: like he's looking for cover. He's walking. He's like, "Right, I'm walking slowly towards you. But they're
4: trying but to he's shoot also- quick so that he doesn't shoot them. they got to, like, gun and then run real quick so he doesn't, like, aim up and kill That's them. Right. And yeah, run.
1: There. Uh, that's uh, that scene at the end where emil the truck driver has the unfortunate run-in with the uh, toxic waste
2: yeah
1: that I thought I remember thinking back when I even when I saw this the first time that that was one of the greatest like you know Disgusting oh, my God. Oh, really is. Because he, yeah. he, I mean, that guy, like, you know, he's wandering around going, hey, Help me. And then he gets hit by the car, and it's like. That, it's that like, noise. explodes. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. into Dude. Oh, I sort of got
0: that and the Toxic Avenger for the time were, like, the most, like.
1: That came out the same year, somewhere. I wonder if they saw this and, like, was this Lloyd Kaufman's, <laughs> like, I'm going to rip off the that Toxic Spill. Whatever. I don't know about that. Was but... Toxic Waste a problem in the Well, 80s? yeah, come on, <laughs> it's. There a problem always today. Yeah, we just it always have a, was. We
4: uh,
2: just was have shiny commercials was to go with it. Like, <laughs> hey, we're starting to get like, we, hey, we're starting we are becoming aware of toxic waste. Yeah. That's when, like, Cat and Planet came oh, out. Or dude it
1: killed Jason in Friday the 13th, yeah. Part 8? Yeah. I mean, it,
2: yeah. In, or in, in did In the, the 80s, it, toxic waste was It created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Created the Teenage Mutant
1: Ninja
0: Turtles. That was actually mutagen from an alien world, guys. <laughs> we cannot say that. I'm sorry. We're going to have to repeal that comment. We're going to have to wait for the... Are
4: we talking movie canon, or are we talking... I mean, comic book candidates. Yeah, I boss, mean, boss, 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 boss. you know, so
1: uh,
2: the, the, the toxic ooze was a great threat. That's what <laughs> spawned Captain America.
1: No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what? talking a little bit about the uh, makeup effects in this Same movie.
0: Planet. Yes.
1: It turns out that the uh, makeup planet. effects and the RoboCop suit itself was designed by Rob Botin. Or Rob yes. Botin. Botine. It is Botin. Right, who was the special effects guy genius behind, uh, he created the howling werewolves that stood on two legs. Uh, He created all the stuff in the thing Mm -hmm. and uh, the fog and this. So you were saying, what was the tie-in that RoboCop had to Judge Dredd?
4: thank
0: it's you theory. for the set up like uh, well, uh, <laughs> why didn't you just say it well I guess uh, well, originally they were trying to base I mean the concept was kind of based on Judge Dredd the fact that I mean really okay the idea of this character is actually kind of kind of unnatural really because usually we don't see authoritarian police officers as a positive thing in science fiction right? but when it comes to like Judge Dredd and RoboCop these cops that are like just going to shoot you prosecute you on the street you know
2: yeah
0: it's a positive because they're non corruptible somehow well, you know I think, I think it's
2: they- a throwback i mean like you were saying earlier i look at what you brought up the fact that like RoboCop is like a western and i'm like the more and more i think about it i'm like that is just a straight up western in its entirety
1: But is that just, like, an American, you know, like, because, I mean, that's that's the legacy of, like, I mean, I suppose, like, Dirty Harry, and going back into, like, John Wayne, you know, it's the tough-talking lawman who can come in, he takes no prisoner, he's uncorruptible. Yeah, uncorruptible. Yeah, the white hat, you know. But you have a
2: lawless lawless town, and he's... He's he's the the uncorruptible. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's just that spawns back from the westerns i mean i suppose yeah. you could say that spawns back from like the old samurai movies and you had like a samurai walk in and
0: yeah because they got honor
2: Honor. defend, but
0: uh yeah
1: actually it's interesting because it is like an updating of like uh the high plane,
0: high planes drifter remember he were where uh clint eastwood is is He's a man that comes into town, yeah. and it turns out he's like the ghost of. He was, yeah, a, sheriff he was a sheriff that yeah, was yeah, yeah. killed in the streets, and all the townspeople sat there and watched. Yeah. so he comes in and kind of terrorizes. And he the actually town literally
1: and, does paint the town red. In paint there. the town red, <laughs> even though in the
0: European version he wasn't a ghost. Right, that's yeah, only can... for the yeah for well, so, he you know, in the European version he was actually the sheriff's twin brother.
1: Did you see uh, Pale Rider?
0: I did see Pell Rider, where he is a ghost, Yeah, and he's like a preacher that's ghost. A, that's
1: kind of weird. Clint Eastwood did that twice. But, I mean, I was kind of, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a it's a Western trope that the, you know, it's the sheriff cleaning up the lawless town. But, I mean, that goes back to, like, even before the Westerns. I mean, you had, like, the stories of Wyatt Earp, and, I mean, like, it actually comes out of, like, almost American folklore, you know I mean? Like, legends that grew up around these guys, and then, you know, you've got still this thing going on. I do like the, the tie-in with, because uh, I was, Tom mentioned it before, the time with the crow, I mean, it does. Like while I was watching that, maybe it was because of that scene where he's like, "We killed you," and there's like it, that exact same yeah, scene well, happens was, in no, the crow.
2: So it's like mimicking that scene.
1: Yeah, so it's the guy who gets killed and comes he back from you. the dead to get revenge on the group of uh, you know guys who killed him. So that's also like the spirit. No? Well, he's dead. I, I, mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, in the- uh, in
2: theory, you know. Uh, Friend. Murphy, Alex, Alex, Alex Murphy. Murphy. Alex Murphy died. I mean, it, he he died legally. So, um, Alex Murphy died. So, I mean, it, he is in, in
1: essence.
0: Well, he is a ghost because he has no memory. Yeah. I mean, he he's kind of half aware because whatever OCP did to his brain, they cut off of he cut they cut off his memory, to where. You know, he kind of remembers having a family and remembering what it's like to be human, but he really doesn't remember, actually, you, you know. can feel them, but he can't remember Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why I've always liked this. It's the ghost in the shell. It's kind of the swamp thing. I used to be a mm-hmm. human, but I'm in this monster shell or yeah. this, you know. So, yeah, you know, there's, it, it is like this weird thing where it's, you feel human for him, and I like I like I like what actually in the end of part two when Robocop takes off his helmet and says uh, like we're only human we're only or whatever, it, yeah. you know, because he's try he's becoming more and more he's like remembering more and more what it's like to be human, getting past this OCP programming of just being this robot doing his prime directives
1: and yeah, bringing back some more of the actual human, the man inside the mm. inside the machine. Yeah, because there was, uh... Man, the there was... Yeah, and I mean, even that, uh, the Japanese anime, the, the Ghost in the Shell kind of went after that a little bit, too. I mean, like... That was pretty cool. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's the Chris Farley show.
4: <laughs> I totally lost my you could, I was going to say, you could tell lost thoughts in life. That was pretty cool.
1: Yep. Uh, don't know where I was. Going. <laughs> so okay. So who else is in this movie? Peter Weller, right, plays oh, yeah, RoboCop. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like I don't remember him in anything aside from Buckaroo Banzai before Naked Lunch. L- well, it was Naked that Lunch before after. after. And he was just in Star Trek Into Darkness and uh, a season of. He was in Into Darkness. Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's like the admiral. So I mean, he's been working since, but I mean, this is like it's a pretty cool like, mime performance almost, you know, it's like... It yeah. is,
4: in fact, very much a mime performance. He, he recently, he did a video, There's something posted on Ain't It Cool or something like that. He talks about how at the beginning of the movie, <clears throat> the suit and the movements weren't working. He, he tells a story about how they were, like, th- this close to shutting the movie down because nothing was working they out. They had we to shut it down for, like, two days. Right, because he couldn't work the suit, nothing was working, it didn't look right, so they had to call in uh, a French mime to work with him in the suit to get the robotic movements down and everything like that. So huh. it's funny you say it. it's it's mind-like, because it very much is.
1: Wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so well, it's just like, how would you approach like something like that? Because, I mean, it, you know, and I like the I like the way that it's calibrated so that, you know, as he gets more of his humanity back, as the film progresses, he loses a lot of that. I mean, I think right. they do that, you know, he's got like a voice, you know, like some, some voice synthesizer on. While the he's, mo-
4: yeah, it modulates his voice. Yeah, and they take be- that away later right. on. And the, Plus, you know, his you
1: know, movements become more... More fluid, more
4: yeah. more human, less robotic. Well, he does it a lot along.
0: with his lips. You know, the tightening and the, and the relaxing teeth. of his lips. Yeah, the teeth. Oh, I love it. I love it when he's in the house remembering. When he gets angry. <laughs> he gets pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, doing, like, a sucking in, like... <sharp inhale> punches. Punches the TVs.
4: <laughs> or when his memory's coming back, he's freaking out, sitting in the chair. And... Yeah,
3: and what I like about that scene, because that's his nightmare that you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um... I like that because, like, so here you have all these scientists that are supposedly supposed to be moder- monitoring him. <laughs> and, like, there's drinking you know, new Coke. There's a seismograph <laughs> that's going crazy. He's freaking out in the chair, like, ten feet away. There's a nightmare on a, two screens right next to them. Yeah, they're drinking new Coke and eating <laughs> Eat new Coke, eating burgers, eating burgers. <laughs> like I, I don't know, it's it's dumb, well, uh. you know. Okay, this is the same thing that ED
0: two hundred nine was a comment on. You know, the same way this is all about corporate greed and and kind of just uh, ex- uh, excess. Yeah, you know, it talks about basically how there's lack of quality over. Just what you can make on it. So same thing goes with these scientists sitting there. You know, it's just OCP doing some cyborg human like cop thing, whatever. <laughs> you know, we're gonna just sit back and relax, and it's all kind of a party. You know, it's kind of a party atmosphere with I mean, right. it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like a, it's almost like a super heroic. He's coming, but at the same time, for the corporate side, it's this real, just kind of like blowing balloons and. Like it's RoboCop, all right. You know, hey boys. You know, it's really like advertised on the news and TV, and and you know, it's yeah. you know that's all it is is a product. It's all it is is just this thing that's gonna really just kind of like you know really just clean the streets for for Dick Jones's drugs and his yeah. crime, right. Right. really. Right. Yeah, because yeah. really,
3: you know, <laughs> I mean, and it's it's their second choice because you know I mean originally they want to go with. Uh, the, Ed
2: 209. Ed,
3: 209. Yeah, Ed, Ed 209. Yeah, I, I want to so. talk a little bit about Ed
2: 209. Yeah? Cause, Cause,
3: let's talk about Ed 209.
2: Cause, you have you know, ten seconds to comply. A- <laughs> a- as, as a kid, you know, like, Ed 209 was, like, the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that was, like, the most badass Everybody like, thing. Everybody had that toy. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, man, I think it looked mean as hell. And I just <laughs> remember it just being, like, almost having nightmares of Ed 209. it just be like, you have ten seconds to comply, she's going to blow you up. And then uh, watching it today. And then I was always co- I was always confused, even as a kid, why Ed 209 growls and makes animal noises, but that
3: was weird. The growling, I understand, because it's intimidation. The pig squealing, I don't know who programmed that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah, say apparently, that we'll say
4: that's a loose gear yeah. and just and then, like, after that. And, like, you know oh, like
3: Yeah,
2: that could be. It's Ed 209's chasing after Robocop, and the Ed 209 encounters stick. It's. Ultimate weakness, stairs. (laughs) Stairs. Which, again,
0: is a comment on the very just kind of laxed, even design. You know, they're just like, they want to make something that's going to cost lots of money, sell for even more money, and, you know, it's not efficient. It's just whatever. It's just gaudy and looks good. Right. Uh, You know, I like like that, that line, you know, spare parts for 20 years. Who cares if it works or not? You know, that is like... Yeah. I mean, just the corporate greed in this movie. I mean, this movie is just a social commentary on the '80s, and even and it's we're still continuing t- today. Yeah.
1: Well, I think you know, even beyond that, because uh, one of the... well, okay, wait, uh, remind me about that so I can come back to it later. While we're still on '8209, uh, one of the things <laughs> that always like blew my say. mind about <laughs> it was corporate greed in the air. How yeah, oh, the commercials, I'm on it. the commercials. Uh, so the uh, the. ED2 and I, I've never understood this scene so maybe you guys can help me out ED2 and I comes into the room into the boardroom, where he's supposed to be doing this demonstration, this is where everything goes wrong he ends up killing this dude, because the guy points a gun at him, and then you know so "You have ten seconds to comply, or he's going to use deadly force, so the guy drops the gun there is this, like, speaker shattering uh, clang as this gun hits the floor ED2 and I blows this guy away, and then the, the reason for his malfunction is, he didn't hear it he didn't hear the gun drop. But that's clearly the loudest gun drop that's ever been recorded. Well, that doesn't what mean happened? his sensor was <laughs> <Yeah>. working <laughs> in order to hear that gun drop.
3: True. That was the glitch. What or the hell are they nice doing cover. with the gun in a boardroom? Like he, He's he got this little stand over by the window and this like cigar box, and he's got this gun just sitting in the boardroom.
1: Yeah, but wasn't that for the demonstration? And well, then it was they, they never just take it out, and, it. and that's why it's there later. Oh, okay, so they just don't uh, take it out. Because the they're going to do another demonstration with the other ED-209 to the next group of... <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That's stockholders. That's just business in the big yeah, is city. business in the big city. <laughs> we got to do cutbacks. We bring in the ED-209. <laughs> <laughs> take out a whole floor. Uh, and ED-209 was uh, it was done by stop anim- stop motion animation, oh, sure. uh, which has now been replaced by uh, pretty much CG. But it was a guy named Phil Tippett. Phil Tippett worked on, if you remember, the Rancor monster uh, in uh, uh, yes. Return of the Jedi uh, uh, yeah. and he was the spearhead of, he was the guy who was in charge of bringing the dinosaurs to life in uh, Jurassic Park and I remember uh, they were saying like right up until because they didn't you know CG was like such a new thing when Jurassic Park came around they they actually went into production on that movie thinking that those dinosaurs would have been animated by him in stop motion style like ED-209 really? oh, the uh, tests close. are
3: really crazy yeah
1: because yeah, he built them and everything. Yeah, you got can, him running. Yeah, you can see his some tests for, of Velociraptors running oh, yeah. on the special
3: editions. And stuff yeah, so it's they crazy. Can see what look
0: like. That'd be so weird just to imagine stop motion and dressing. <laughs> <laughs> right, would have been a whole different. Oh movie. my gosh, a yeah. whole different. Maybe like Clash of the
3: Titans, really. I guarantee <laughs> you know? they want to re-release, re released it in 3D. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, what you were saying earlier uh, about how this was like a critique about the 80s and corporate culture—it's like the other thing is like these fake commercials that show up like the whole way through. Nukem. <laughs> yeah, Nukem, the <laughs> video game. That is like game. how you get to know
0: the world and that's like, I mean, Yeah, but I mean, really? like, everything
1: that they're making fun of, it seems like Nukem is like, we're gonna have a world where like, you know, the families can sit around and nuke, the, you know, like we... <laughs> Pakistan is threatening my border. Yep. Just nuke them, and get they them get, like, before the, they get you. The car, the SUX. I mean, it's just it's like, like a six thousand X SUX. yeah a completely expensive piece of shit. To with get a, stop just, with a stop motion. with a stop motion dinosaur. Really, really
4: nowadays.
0: Nowadays, if they made you know, ro- like in the new Robocop remake, it should be like huge SUVs. That's what the six thousand SUX right. represents. Right, it yeah, represents yeah. America's yeah. yeah, yeah. jest. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, I don't give a fuck. You know, I want
2: really shitty gas.
1: Leather reclining seats. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? We'll even throw in a what? And a blob punk, the radio. <laughs> Is that what? What's it called? A blow punk? Blau, punk. Uh, you'd have to look it up. Uh, I always thought yeah, it was I it's a really nice radio system. I think
3: back in the 80s. I don't Weird. Don't and for some reason, that's what makes the, the uh, gunman be like. Oh yeah. Oh, I know, you, you pulling pull like, Don't, don't chain. jerk me off. You're fucking yeah, yeah. with me.
1: I like it. Uh, well, People that goes to, like, the structure of the movie, because I thought, like, that was kind of, like, that moment in, like, I keep thinking, like, Superman, the movie, was, like, maybe my first, like, big superhero movie that I remember, and it had, like, the same kind of thing. It's like, you're going to have, like, the hero's first night out, you know? It's yeah, like, right. The, Batman does it, too, and Batman Begins, I mean, they always have, like, the, here's the three, I think you have to go in, like, like three. Like, two or three, two yeah. or three.
3: <laughs> three little examples of what he can do in yeah. these, you know, situations. <laughs> and also, uh... This kind I mean, it happens during his first night or day out, but... Or... No, it happens before that. But when we're talking about media, we can't forget about that game show. Or it's some... <laughs>
1: I'd it's buy a, that for a dollar? Yeah, <laughs> I'd buy that for a
3: dollar because everybody's watching this show. Yeah, oh that's how they sell that universe. And everybody loves it. Yeah, they
0: just crack up, you know. You barely get like two or three lines out of the TV and people just like lose their heads crack it up at the <laughs> yeah. television, you know, everybody. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, well, yeah.
2: it's a well-conceived it's well world and it's kind of a dark, almost a dark... But everybody's yeah, kind of that's unstable. Dystopian,
0: you know? dystopian I mean, There's future. a lot of just, I love how the whole picture. thing starts off with the newscast, you know, because that is how you get to know your world every day, right? You yeah. know, you wake yeah. up, turn on the fucking news or whatever. So you know, I like how they started off with that. You know,
1: well, I mean, and line that's line some, what is it? You give us two minutes, we'll give, give you, you the, the world. Right. <laughs> I <mean>, and, <laughs> yeah. and
3: he
4: continues that in his other movies too, like well, yeah, Starship it's actually, Troopers. It the 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 troopers. Right, does that? Yeah. It, it Would you that like series? to know more? Would you like to know more? Because <laughs> I, I looked
1: yeah. it up. It's this Edward uh, is the guy who wrote RoboCop. He also wrote Starship Troopers and and brought that back. Because yeah. That's why, yeah, and it's the same director. Paul Verhoeven did both films. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah,
0: interesting. I wonder what happened with the uh, director of photography. <laughs> 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 What's <laughs> that, Travis? Yeah, the director of photography. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just comparing Starship Troopers to, you know, that's what proves the director. It does not necessarily I mean the, the look guy. of the film.
1: I think right. that was Jost Vicano. We'd have to Captain Google that. Yeah, we would have to Captain Google because right. I mean, I'd be I'd be
0: amazed. Maybe that just goes to show you what like I don't know. Well, who who would make that call? How do you like do really awesome lighting in 1987? Then do like let's turn every single light we have on, just on. Let's <laughs> yeah, but
2: that like was no 90s, sort of like not, the, not 90s style. I mean, like scream kind of
1: was like yeah.
0: Let's just turn every light on. Why Why? Let's. Why pay for a dark movie? We're paying for it. Let's well, turn know, it off. That's on. the thing.
1: I mean, like to tell you the truth, this is where we're going to have a disagreement, I think. But I don't think RoboCop does look like a very stylish movie. I think it does look very flat. It looks very over Oh, No, wait,
0: but it's dark. I like how dark. I mean, it's realistic looking. It's a very... Yeah, with well, it? It's just realistic looking. There's no, yeah, it's like...
1: Dystopian. It's got very corporate lighting.
4: You got it. Very uh,
1: good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, in the in the yeah in the uh, in the corporate towers, everything's very bright. It's not like
0: when you go outside; it's not blue, right? You know, it's, it's not. RA. It's just, you know, right. real lighting. To me, it's natural lighting. The movie has natural light. Yeah, I don't, I don't even recognize the look of the film because it looks like I'm walking around in the world. Mm. You know, that's I think it has just natural lighting.
1: Well, this guy did uh, brilliant. He did Das Boot which I thought was a very... That was, a like, a really well-shot movie right there. But he yeah. also did Total Recall, Starship Troopers, totally Hollow Man... What happened? And Showgirls.
0: Oh, he got Hollow money. Man. I don't know what happened.
1: He gave up. That's another Paul <laughs> Verhoeven movie. Hollow Man? Showgirls? Uh, yeah. All, uh, actually, yeah. all of those are. Yeah. So who did He did Hollow and, Man? Really? Yeah. I like that movie. Well, before... Hollow okay, man. so... So Paul Verhoeven uh, came from uh, <laughs> he was a I'm he's sorry. a Dutch filmmaker. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'm no, forward. you don't
5: apologize. I like that movie.
1: Well, this guy had done a bunch of movies in uh, in the Netherlands before coming here. I think he did a couple of movies. I think like him and Rutger Hauer came out of the Netherlands at about the same time. And then he did a movie here. Anybody seen it called Flesh and Bone with Tom Berenger and Jennifer Jason Lee. It was a middle nope. like a Middle nope. Ages kind of thing. Nope. All right. Then he did Robocop. And the rest is history. I've seen that one. That's a good one. Then there was Basic Instinct.
3: Oh, that's right. I famous for his good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the Sharon Stone. Mm. I remember yeah, well, that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very popular. Yes. Yeah. And it's that's
1: kind of funny history. actually, because like in recent years, I'm thinking he hasn't done anything uh, in the United States. I mean, like after like Showgirls, like I think like pretty much. Well, wouldn't the... you quit and <laughs> move away? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> went. He did, went back to the Netherlands and was doing stuff about. Uh, like a uh, german occupation i think or something
3: there's there's a scene i have to tell this story there's a scene in showgirls that my brother and i would always make fun of uh, just one scene well there's a lot but there's a specific scene it's about five minutes of elizabeth berkeley and her uh her oh, roommate Jesse spano her roommate yeah at the time basically just Talking about who ate all the chips. It's just, did you eat all the chips? Who ate all the chips? You ate all the chips. <laughs> 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 that, 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 I mean, that sums up the movie. The, yeah. That's With the boobs. S- yeah. yeah, with, with lots and movie. lots of boobs. Did you eat the chips with, with boobs? Yeah. Did no, Did you eat all the chips? I remember. You got to have the Southern Twins. When minutes. I saw
1: that movie in the theater. Yes. I saw it in the theater. What? Oh my God. Uh, oh my the, well, what the hell? was it an NC 17. I think it was one of the first. No, it wasn't one Come of the first on. NC 17 movies, but it was the first one that they made a big deal about. It was yeah, like, it here's just like.
2: So I would like
4: in... go see it in the
1: theaters. Yeah. So you go, and then it's just like so much boobs in that movie that after about 20 minutes of boobs, you actually, like, you forget you're looking at boobs. You, <laughs> you just get desensitized? Yeah, you get desensitized, and then you actually start paying attention to the movie, and then you're like. I think, but I'm not sure that this is one of the biggest pieces of shit that I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Somebody wow. bring the boobs back. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I'm surprised, and and surprised then...
0: you had to go to the movie and pay ten
4: dollars then. No,
1: what the hell He's
4: was like? Well know. at the time you didn't. Yeah, no. That, that, that was back before the internet, man. <laughs> yeah. That's before Showgirl Showgirl. They make right.
0: trailers. They still make these little Dude, like two a... minute things that yeah. sum up a movie. There
2: was no
4: trailers. I... We wanted, Can you you tell wanted to you go go haven't see seen a trailer that you thought made the movie look awesome, went and saw it and it was a piece of shit. Like that was Happened girls. Today? Come oh, on. Show girls. Show girls. Like, I gotta go fucking see
0: striptease. I you know, I, I can like just look too. at it and be like, nee, you know, if <laughs> <laughs> someone ever throws it in my lap, I'll put it in. <laughs> I can <kinda laughs> like striptease. That's, I well, saw striptease. Tees, I do beginning. think striptease is Burt Reynolds' best movie. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, Boogie Boogie
1: you know,
0: Nights. I will. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I do. Yeah. Uh,
3: That's take
0: back my uh,
3: deliverance. Where are we going with this, All right, all right. I'm pretty, pretty
2: <laughs> fucking far from this. I, I guess I got to. I guess I got. I gotta, I got to bring it up. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna have the argument okay, now.
4: Okay, let's, let's do it. Oh shit. Oh boy. And again,
2: Cossing.
3: I might have to go get some water. <laughs>
4: again, we're backing away from the, the table. Soda. Guys, uh, so.
3: real quick, turn down the volume. No, uh, it's uh, fine. Podcast,
4: I want everybody to hear the
0: volume.
2: All right. <laughs> After
3: <laughs> seeing oh, RoboCop, yeah, I want the spit to come through
2: uh, their speakers. Truly, truly seeing RoboCop, <laughs> I still stand by my conviction that RoboCop is a B team.
1: All right, wait, wait, wait. Before Travis, wait, okay, before we I, go here, I want, I need a definition of what that means. All right,
2: I guess I got, I got to yeah, say what. Yeah, we need what, something else. I gotta see what. Okay. When I, I'm considering not not hero bad I'm considering...
1: Because in- you're saying RoboCop has that. Okay. You're on your own. Bro. Well, argument's <laughs> void now. <laughs> uh, okay. That's
0: but crazy.
4: As like, uh, uh, I'm Let me ca- give you
2: the list. I'm
4: John t-
0: Wayne, Rocky Balboa, <laughs> RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking the men of cinema. <laughs>
2: Glad. All right. So I'm talking about I'm talking about movie uh, franchises. They can be superheroes. Uh, I'll throw aliens in there as well. Like franchises. Termin- Terminator would be a franchise. Franchise players in movie cinema history. Star Trek. So like Wait, counts. Okay. So like because of the re- <laughs> Iron Man, eight a lister. All right.
1: <clears throat> Well, what is that? How do you get on the A-list? What what separates A-list from B-list? Okay, I'm going to stop this right now. You
0: know what? You know why? I'm going to blow this all out of the water right now. Okay. What you're doing is comparing apples to oranges because it is not 1987. In 1987, A-list. Iron Man right now, A-list, right? Give it 20 years. He might not be (laughs) A-list. You know what I mean? That's what you're doing. You're not thinking about what it was. I mean, this guy has... Two animated series. Ah, mini series. Ah, multiple graphic novels and hardcovers. A video game written by Frank Miller. This character has had toys. He was A list. He was A list. I will not, I will give it to you that his popularity is, is, it's waned because how can it? When Peter Weller left the series, I mean, part three was crap, you know?
3: it happened well, you know yeah.
0: Christopher Reeve you know Superman without Christopher Reeve just didn't fucking happen you know <laughs> we're going to see what's going to happen in, a, in two weeks
2: he's definitely not A list
0: well yeah but that doesn't mean it's not I, I mean i just don't think that okay you can't say can't
4: you get grandfathered in without... yeah exactly no, well it's no, like no, no. yeah he's no not there A-list is there more. is he's you know they A-list. actually
0: say that people believe that technology is only what happens after their birth and this is like the same thing where you know it's like the Bee Gees. You can't say the Bee Gees didn't fucking do anything just cuz they're not popular in this day and age cuz back in the day they were fucking all the way top capital A plus list, you know. You you know sometimes things go their way. Things, you know, they they,
2: they I don't know stuff t- since t- stuff like Batman has tra- trans he's still transcended transcended time even now. Like the Beatles have transcended time. They're still popular today. Like, you know, like Elvis Presley. I mean, they're, 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 that's A list stuff. Spider Man has still been around. He's still popular. Um, ever, even even the Transformers have constantly maintained. Ever since they came out of the scene, they've still re- ma- remained popular. But all
0: the time. there were times, uh, there were gaps. There's always been gaps. Even if it's seven years, ten years, there's gaps, right? And this new remake of RoboCop is going to prove if it has staying power with a modern-day population. The RoboCop's had
2: a gap for a long fucking time. Well, it's been
0: a long time, but, geez, I mean, look at how His how gap's long... gone so
2: far, he's now B-list. If his remake comes up... Out... Okay, when they did remakes, they made a Judge Judd remake, and they did a Total Recall re- remake before they signed off on a... RoboCop remake. They didn't say, "Hey, of all all the dudes, we need to do remakes of RoboCop." You know why?
0: Because those other remakes, it's like, who gives a fuck who plays the main character? It doesn't matter. What's it gotta be? A cute guy? We'll get a hot girl. Make a fucking movie. RoboCop has always proven, even in the miniseries. And in part three, that, dude, not any actor can jump in the role of Robocop. They might even find that out in this remake. You actually got to be a good actor to downplay a personality that I'm a robot. So what, I only feel I mean, my what, emotions and my programming, but, if but I'm the remake starting to remember something. What is bombs, this?
2: What, then then well, what happens uh, to Robocop?
4: What? I'm sorry?
2: I mean, like, if the remake comes out...
4: Robocop and the re- becomes stronger.
2: And the, but, and the remake bombs... Does that just destroy? No, because
0: sometimes not. Look at Superman Returns. It ain't gonna kill Superman. Ideas are stronger than that, you know. Robocop is a classic film. No matter what you do to it, because let's look at let's look at American robot designs. How many uh, fucking iconic robot designs does America have? Uh, C three P o r two D two Johnny Five. Thank you, Johnny Five. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh I, I'm I'm. There's tons I mean, of you know, more. There's more. That we can't even think yeah. of. Dude, we've like we've just never. The Terminator. The yeah, Terminator. the Terminator, which is a fucking skeleton, metal skeleton. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we Americans have never been awesome like robot designers. Not like the Twiggy. Japanese that. Well, I'm sorry.
3: Twiggy. Wally. Wally. Well, Wally kind of Fox looks Rogers. like Johnny Five. Yeah. Let's get real. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Ra- lost in space.
5: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Lost in uh, space. Robbie the robot. Robbie the robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an icon. And
3: we've never been Rosie. Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, Rosie yeah, Rosie from Just. But <laughs> sorry, you're trying to make a point. I'm just saying,
0: Japanese whip out robots where we don't. And RoboCop is I. I mean, if not. The top one of just the top American robot designs. The guy looks like a fucking Cadillac with a goddamn gun. You know, I mean, I, it,
5: I'm not arguing.
2: It's a
0: beautiful thing. I'm not arguing in fact that
2: RoboCop is not a badass and he's not cool. And and when he came out in the '80s, he was A-list. He's now B-list. And I'm not. It's it's nothing against the movie.
0: I think you'll be wrong in time, my friend.
2: It is nothing against the movie. I think the the, the the RoboCop is phenomenal. I don't know about the sequels. All right. You didn't
0: see RoboCop 2? No.
3: This is Robotop fucking two. bullshit. RoboCop 2 is
0: great. It's great.
1: It is great. Actually, well, just so I can interject, uh, RoboCop 2 is the reason that RoboCop kind of went away because RoboCop 2 is so underperformed at the box office and critics hated it. Well, it, but what does that, that prove? That's, well, that's why Peter that's, Waller that's left. That's why it died, and that's uh, why the whole series died. I think it's great. It I really do. It went to sci-fi. It's just one of those things where the series. On I'm going to
0: have to disagree with history. <laughs> but
2: I, I just think, I mean, does anybody stand by me on this? Does anybody? I mean, he was A-list, but now he. Well, he, see, he's I'm. A, he,
1: he's I guess I'm, my criteria is different, you know, because I mean, based on what you guys are talking about, then it's like a RoboCop is. I mean, if we're going by that criteria. That if he, was, if he was popular, he was, and it waned, and so now, you know, he could be popular again. But I don't think that's what makes you A-list or B-list. No, right. I think there's other criteria at work there, because I think you have to look over the span. Like, who is his character and how he rises above? Like, if you were going to make the... <clears throat> or maybe I've made this before, but if you were going to make the Mount Rushmore of comic book uh, heroes and say... You know, you'd have, I'm going to say, uh, Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, Batman sorry, uh, maybe, like, the Hulk. I mean, these are ones that, I'm going to say, that kids, people, everywhere around the world, you show them a picture and they're like, I know who that is. Right. And then, and then you know, and here's the other defining thing, I think, it's like, can you tell me, without describing the character, tell me three things about that character? I mean, like, about Superman, we'll just do it, I mean... Three things about Superman well, that, that don't do that describe much.
3: him. He's able to leap tall buildings. Well, or, oh, well, or an on. ability. Well, you tell you something uh, about I mean there's three <laughs> things in the
0: faster than a speedy bullet more powerful than a
4: locomotive, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Well, you know locomotive. that his, his
1: girlfriend is Lois Lane. You know the Kryptonite like has a power on him. You know his alter would...
4: ego is Clark Kent. He works at the Daily Planet. He's from Krypton. He was right. sent there in a rocket. He landed in Kansas. I bet. I bet. I bet
1: children in Indonesia could be like RoboCop. Eh, RoboCop. I, I don't. I maybe. I maybe. But I. I don't. I, don't th- I doubt it. I don't know. I, I, I well, maybe. I think Indonesia. I think yeah. I think Africa. I don't know. I think it's the same with with Judge Dredd, because that's where this came the whole thing came from, I think Tom said Robocop was on the B-team with Judge Dredd and I'm like, you know what, that's probably actually I think accurate, it's like, I think and this is not saying anything, taking anything away from the character, because I think the movie is a fucking classic I mean, it is a classic of American cinema. Yeah, it's yeah, a classic yeah, of science fiction yeah, cinema. Yeah,
0: yeah. It will always be remembered. That means A list, Mel. It means A list. Just because something like we won't call well, we always, won't call Forbidden Planet B list because no, dude. No, that's for, always A list. Exactly. Same thing with fucking Robocop. It will always be A list because it made its mark. It's there. You don't know, science it, fiction it cinema. It can't go away. Yeah, it I, doesn't go away. Right. It will always be fondly remembered. Yeah,
1: I think yeah you're right as a science fiction film robocop is a list as a superhero and is that what we were talking about
0: i think even as a superhero yeah because he's still i mean they just had a comic book last year still they did they did an adaptation avatar did it well this was a few years ago uh, a few years ago avatar did an adaptation of frank miller's original screenplay for part two did you read that I did read it. It was very weird. It was, it was very, a very, very weird different. mix of part two and three. <laughs> it was really weird. See, I, I even think that... It was the way more dismal.
3: The whole, the whole A-list analogy isn't even a good idea because the basic definition of an A-list is who's hot in Hollywood right now. Right you know, now, like, it's
0: just 15 minutes of fame, right? right? I don't like that... that Gundam
3: fucking style or whatever the hell call. it's called. I don't like the A-list, list thing. That's I don't think bullshit. it applies to him or this
4: or I don't right. I thing, think I don't think he belongs in that type of category. I don't I think, think what we should fits. be
3: using is the word legendary. Legendary. I think the example is, <laughs> is if you Robocop walk legendary. walk up legendary.
4: to people on the street, show them a picture or something and say, "Who is this?" and That's they what look I was going at it. For. Right, and they say, "I bet People know RoboCop.
2: I, bet I don't. They, you know. I don't think
1: so. I'm You're crazy. I don't I don't really? You so. show I don't so. think I'm going to test that. that I really am. If, if you, you show them a the Superman symbol, they know what yeah. that is. Okay. Yeah. If you show if you show somebody I, 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 under 20, twenty, I bet I will because A-list. RoboCop
2: RoboCop has had video games. I mean,
4: Judge agree. like during Nintendo eight, it was like. I'm you. If that's it, I agree.
2: There's no modern video games of RoboCop.
3: Who's did, talking?
0: The most modern video game is the Everybody Super talked. Nintendo video game, which still, that's not that long ago. That's did you play
1: Robocop weird. versus Terminator? I did. No. Written by Frank
0: Miller. I've also read the comic book Adaptation, my who friend. Who uh, won? Robocop, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, <laughs> Bad guys can't win. All right, no,
1: so, not... yeah, actually, you're talking about Frank Miller, and his uh, he was involved Woo. in this series in quite a wow. big way, I believe. So he's a – who is Frank Miller?
0: Frank Miller is a legendary comic book artist of America who kind of created uh, the adult comic book uh, in the 80s. Comic books were still kind of that really cheesy, almost cartoonish really for like maybe 12-year-old, 10-year-old. Made them gritty. But yeah, they took uh, you know things like Batman and... and Dark Knight uh,
4: Returns, Sin City. And, you know,
0: really just, yeah, made a, made an adult world, you know, because, whatever. But do you just, know
1: how he got involved in Robo... I mean, it seems like a natural thing, right? Cause I'm
0: sure just because of The Batman Dark Knight or, or something or. like that. Something like that, because I'm sure he did stuff before The Dark Knight. It's just not coming to mind right now. And they're like, since but. we
1: made this, like, movie superhero, we're going to get an actual comic book guy to come in and write the second movie. That does kind of seem Could like Could be, a yeah. It does seem like a good idea. <laughs>
0: But I can see I mean Robo I mean Frank Miller is a dismal dismal guy. I mean that's why he's like Batman. And, I mean I like his Batman stuff but at the same time I'm like oh man he just he's a, he does not believe kind of in heroes, you know, like anytime he talks of Superman it's in the real negative, you know, he doesn't really believe in hero people. You know? I liked his Batman. That that yeah, that, like that.
2: that Batman the, the he did a recent what was it the Batman Dark
1: Knight. We did Dark Knight Returns, that's a new one, the sequence.
2: And the Dark
0: Knight Strikes Again.
2: Yeah, those, those movies, those are great animated movies if you ever, Yeah, they did the anime yeah, yeah. they did the animated they did the animated, Which movies, those, are those are good animated. Did it really
1: good. But so he wrote Robocop two, and then if my memory's correct, something happened and they like seriously changed his script. I mean that's why we had the Comic book adaptation of the original script.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah.
1: Did you hear anything about why that happened? Because I can't remember what problem. Not
0: necessarily. I mean, I'm sure it's just you know, it was pretty. I mean, and I even the original screenplay of Part Two is like a huge leap from what this movie is, where it's OCP already having their. They're basically brown shirts forcing people out of neighborhoods on buses, getting ready to tear down neighborhoods, getting ready to build Delta City, which is where Robocop 3 is. But you know, I, I do think I mean it's a big story and I think they I think maybe the movie company just wanted to do an easy hey, let's just do this drug dealer story, which I do, I, I agree the, with
1: is that in the script? What? The whole thing with Kane the drug dealer or whatever. Him becoming it, no, the other I want
0: to say, say, I want to say, I want to say, It's it's been a few years since I read it, but I want to say, I want to say that the idea, the other robot in his original script was one of the, like, kind of brown shirt soldiers working for OCP. Hmm. That's what I want to say. Well, so, yeah. So, it's and like I like
1: a serious, because, I mean, like, if I remember Robocop 2, right, I mean, it's all about, like, a literal Robocop 2. They're trying to, like, they did it wrong with Alex yeah, Murphy, so right. they're going to do it again with yeah. this cross
4: between And there's a and little montage, and... of yeah, <laughs> a montage of the fail Yeah,
0: montage of fail, which is <laughs> awesome. pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, I just th- you know, I think, to me, three, three, it was a yes, good call. Cyber yeah, three three it does. Is cyber which is, cyber is right. very Frank Miller, actually. If you read Ronin, Frank Miller's Ronin, which is an awesome comic book about a samurai from the past, somehow his soul is coming through and reborn into this computer android or something in the future it's really far out it's really weird but then when you watch robocop 3 you're like i can see where frank miller came up with this (laughs) this cyborg samurai thing samurai cyborg that that
1: whole like the trademarked by uh, travis there there was that whole deal about uh, like the japanese at that point in time i think were at the time it was written or whatever the japanese were buying up a bunch of like hollywood movie studios and Other companies in the United States, and there was this kind of, you know, I remember Rising Sun was the Michael Crichton book I think that he wrote like as a kind of response to that. So I mean, there there was this kind of like idea that like this futuristic, you know, Japanese cyberpunk kind of future was going to spring up where we'd all end up, you know, trading shadow
2: run. Yeah, yeah. I think well, I think that's
1: where this third RoboCop comes from then with the Japanese. Ninja Robot I may Is have it, to watch these movies. Though. Well, unfortunately, Robocop, unfortunately I think should, they yeah. look like human. They're just they're human dudes who are robots underneath. Do not right. watch Robocops. Yeah, 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 Peter.
0: Yeah. Well, nobody else can play Robocop except for Peter Weller. I don't know about this new guy. I know nothing about that actor, but Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, where is he from? What else is uh, he done? The mo-
4: uh, show called The Killing on AMC, oh, but that's man. the only thing I know oh, of. I oh, my think God. I know it's who he is. It is, then. Uh, Maybe his like, it, bad acting yeah, will be yeah, like, dude, skinny skinny really like, dude,
3: he is really like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Like a that... skinny,
4: cracked-out version of you, basically. The, well,
3: well, yeah, well, what we should talk about is uh, the, remake? the fact that the actor playing uh, RoboCop needs to be this skinny dude because like, once he puts on all the you know the armor, the robotics of Robocop. Yeah. Right. To believe that that's a robot, you have to have, like, because, like, with all that stuff on, he just looks like a buff guy. You know, so you need, to, like, somebody. Like, Peter Weller, he's pretty skinny. Right, I like, forgot how
4: skinny he was watching this thing. Like, uh, he really wasn't very big. No, when he's he shows up at the guy. beginning, I'm like,
1: Jesus Christ, he's got like a really gaunt face. Right. When he first walks into that... Uh, that's yeah. what
4: I first thought when they cast the new guy. I'm like, wow, he just looks gaunt yeah. and skinny, and really, he's going to be RoboCop? And then I watch this, I'm like, wow, I guess it fits.
3: Yeah, and I think that's great, because that's, you know... I mean, that's, A, for, you know, makeup effects, or special effects. Yeah, it lets you, know, you build for, on. It yeah. lets you, yeah, create the still... You Same know. thing
0: with any special makeup effects, like especially on the face. It's better if, with a skinnier face, you have more to build onto than a than a more rounder face. Yeah. Right.
3: And in the beginning of this movie, then, um, like without, like they, they'll show, they'll they'll show Murphy in his uh, armor. They'll show full shots of him, like with his bulletproof vest on and stuff. But like right when he gets to the precinct, I was watching, it's just close-ups on his face. Like they don't really show how skinny he is in street clothes. So once he's got his, you know, his uniform on and his bulletproof vest, he's bulked up again, just based on that stuff. And then, obviously, once he becomes Robocop, he's got all the robotics. You want to believe that he's, you know, all robot, even his left arm. That damn it! Why couldn't no, they say that ro- left he's arm? He's not all robot. He's part man. He's <laughs> part <laughs>
4: machine. All
3: part man. But all machine. cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true.
2: One thing. One thing about this movie I was noticing because Travis always likes to point this out: no romance.
1: Well, well, he romance. lost his, yeah, but it's too much crow. time,
2: there's too much
4: revenge going on. Well,
1: yeah, well, yeah but that's part of it, he lost his <laughs> wife and, well, yeah, and, and yeah. kids. Yeah, but it's not, but well, the romance, the romance angle would
4: have been between him and Lewis. Yeah, like, see, norm, yeah, they didn't norm, do that. normally a modern movie It will movie be was, in the remake, I bet.
2: Uh, oh, the, it, normally,
1: So a we get into robot sex then, is where we're going. Robotophiles. <laughs> With, uh, so, uh,
0: which I guess women already are, right? I mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> in, in two, is there a romance between the two? I don't no, think there's ever there a never is a romance. No, it's no so, really, I want
1: to say like his so, wife comes back into the well, scene. Well, no, you know? just oh,
0: just what? for the first. No, just for the first like ten minutes because he's kind of driving past their houses and oh, she's that's kind that's of right. complaining yeah. because she's freaking out this fucking thing that has her husband's face <laughs> keeps driving past the house, you know, and that's really the reality. He is idea. not a human. Yeah. He's not. He has the remembrance of being a human. It's it's a sad movie, really. You really start thinking about it. And she even comes, and when she asks, you know, in part two, you know, she goes face to face with Alex Murphy, and you know, she asks, you know, if he remembers anything, and you know, he kind of decides to lie to her, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know you." You know, they built this in 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 honor of him. That's all it is. But really deeply, he does, you know, he does know her, and and but he just can't really
1: link to it. He's severed from it. Actually, when you said that, that it's a guy, you know, who uh, it's or sorry, it's a robot that remembers, you know, the memories of a of a man, and you know, and I was thinking well, that. It's almost, uh, you know, like like '80s era Alan Moore. I think might have had like a an awesome time at this character. He's a comic book writer. He wrote Swamp Thing, yeah. which is basically a guy suffering from the same situation, same situation, and uh, Doctor Manhattan and Watchmen. I yeah, he's got like the same kind of thing going on. So that's kind of that might have been
0: for sure I think so that's why yeah that is why he's one of my favorite characters just just uh, the whole you
3: know. now, and also in the beginning of part two is he because by the end of the first one he's pretty much you know he's a wanted man by the cost the, or no they clear that up don't they I yeah, think after, he busts I think, the guy yeah, after the
4: that all comes out, yeah, like comes out it's and back to normal. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah they know because I mean OCP is going to cover it up anyway and be like, "Yeah, hey, Dick Jones operated on his own," you know, <laughs> or all whatever. Right. It, you know, even if,
2: yeah. I got a question. So, it it, it, bo- it bothered me in the movie, and it, it, I'm it, sorry. And now, uh, <laughs> now I'm like trying to. Now out. it's
3: eating away, trying to get out.
2: It, it is. So the, the there's a scene because like. He's a cop, but then OCP changes him into a robo-cop. When OCP comes in, they're, they're like, OCP is like, this is our property. Like, he's not a cop. He's our property. And then, because like, um, what was the girl's name? Lewis. 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 Lewis comes in, and Lewis was trying to talk to him. You can't talk to her, you know.
3: Yeah, in the hallway. Yeah, yeah
2: you can't talk to it. This is, stay out, You know, mind your own business. Like, why is he even at the police station? Like, I mean, why isn't he just based out of OCP? Well, because they're going to
0: integrate the police station with it, right? right. So why, uh, like you know, said, they're not trying to just—they're not trying to make the OCP headquarters the new police station. They're trying to integrate the the new RoboCop program into the police station because the cops are getting killed left and right anyway. The cops might quit, so they're going to start this new robot program. They don't need people,
4: right? And that's yeah, right. Like you said, that's step one in turning anything that happens to these cops into more RoboCops. Fear robots, everybody. Succeeds. Fear them. Plus... He can't yeah. be that far away right. from crime and just be sitting in the OCP headquarters. Uh, I mean, uh, which is why they put him in
1: Alex Murphy's old precinct. Because exactly. that's the shittiest one. Yeah, well, so that's not his like, old, it's his new can, one. That's new what they said <laughs> <laughs> earlier in the
4: movie. They yeah, were we, moving prime candidates to that precinct based on what was happening in
1: Detroit. Yeah. Assuming right. that some awesome guy would get killed and he could become <laughs> a Robocop. But again, it was
3: the second choice. They were going to go with ED-202, ED-202. 209 yeah. Didn't even make it out the
1: building. But there's two, there's two no. teams that work there because the, right. the old man wants an urban pacification droid, basically. So the second in command's like, well, fine, we'll go with ED-209. But there's problems The young with executive. It. So they they task the young guy with coming up with a backup. So those two teams are kind of working independent of each other. Yeah. You know, Which is make, also this like, is something cop.
0: that you would see more in a Japanese drama. Japanese life is very heavily concentrated on corporate executives battling each other for, you know, like the good graces of the board and the company to make more money or to do whatever. And, you know, being like, you know, you're not deeply shamed by what, you know, Jocks and and whomever else. They're, you know, they're more worried about their strength and their ability to to beat up a, an opponent, whereas the executive order they get their thrills out of embarrassing and and you know showing up the competition you know that's why they call them sharks is because they're all smiling your face and stabbing in the back kind of guys yeah. it's all it's yeah. all almost like intelligent you know intrigue i guess you know where you're trying to work around people and
3: well yeah and there's i mean there's a level of cockiness you know that in that boardroom you're at the top And, you know, even going down, going back to what Tom was saying, like, another reason why, you know, they're saying, you know, he's our property, he's not a cop, they're just getting in the face of the lesser, you know. He says, like, one of your grunts is fucking with one of our, you know, with our prototype. Like, they're just, they don't see these people as, like, you know, cops, somebody to be respected in the, whatever, you know, they see them as a grunt, which is what he says, and they're just getting in the way of their... Machine that's going to take over their jobs. Yeah, because they're
1: like the lowest for they're the lowest of on the corporate ladder. Yeah. The street well, level employee. The yeah, <laughs> right. I mean it's,
0: it. What I mean it's the privatizing of America is what it is. It, yeah. it's the corporations coming in taking over everything, which we are seeing in our our you know defense and you know prison systems and. You know, I mean, this is why this is a real I mean, it may be science fiction, but what is science fiction but social commentary? It's a cautionary
1: tale of, you know, know, this is a possible future that you want to try and avoid. Hey, I just was looking at the cast list. This movie has another blatant connection to Swamp Thing.
3: What is it? Do tell.
1: Yeah, don't. Ray Wise, who is one of uh, Boddicker's henchmen, was in Swamp Thing in the 1982 film. Swamp Thing. Oh, wow.
0: Leon Nash. He was the African-American? No. <laughs> no, no, he was no, the... He, was the, he got uh, pulled out of the... Uh, okay. Uh,
1: the I got him, Clarence! Yeah, he was right? the... Kind of the older-looking one, right? He was
4: the dude in He was the dude who got pulled by his hair in peaks. the nightclub. Yeah. yeah. And he was yeah, in Jeepers Creepers
1: 2. Was he? He was indeed. Crazy. farmer in Jeepers Creepers 2. A short-lived TV show called Reaper. Yeah. Ray Wise. He's been, like, on the scene for a long fucking time. I mean, like, a long time. Oh, Yeah. Uh, the devil. Uh, also, Nancy Allen She was Officer Lewis in this movie She was uh, Carrie in Yeah
0: Carrie, Taxi
1: Yeah uh, You see Blowout I did not see uh, Blowout Brian De Palma I think she was married to Brian De Palma for a couple really? of years Because he did Carrie So she was yeah. in Dressed to Kill Which is an awesome She's an awesome performance in that As a prostitute Awesome Yep uh, Who else we got here? <laughs> Uh, Daniel Hurlethy, who plays the old man. Do you recognize him? The old man, which he's cr- only named as for
0: two movies.
1: He was in The Last Star. Yes, he was. <laughs> oh, nice. He was also in Halloween 3. He was. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And I was looking down here, this uh, Robert Duquay, Sergeant Warren Reed. He was in Coffee. How many of you saw Coffee? I, I, Tam I, I, I haven't seen
4: Coffee. <laughs> Ironically,
1: no, I have and, not. See, we're going to have to get on a black exploitation kick at some point. I'm going to bring some Black Dynamite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Cleopatra Jones. I love Cleopatra Jones.
4: I've
1: never seen it. There's like what? two
3: of them. I love Cleopatra. Oh, I want to see the sequel one? really bad. Like I've never seen Jones it, but the Temple of I
0: love Cleopatra Jones.
3: I saw a sequel since we were last all together. Time Rider two. Two. Time Rider 2. Time Rider 2. Come Tremors on. 2. <laughs> There's yeah. not a fucking Tremors 2. Tremors, Tremors 2. Ding, 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 <laughs> Tremors two.
4: <laughs> That's a good movie. It, I actually it, forgot is to it, get the Tremors.
3: <laughs> is it, I mean, I'll bring it, I'll bring him in. Real quick. not be here. Sean, I just want to touch on this. Um, I, I, I really don't like the way that they Shut handled the Graboids. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, the, the Graboids, they didn't handle them right at all. Like, what do you mean? Like, they started off, right, you know, they're they're doing the whole, basically they do the pipe bomb trick. Right. You know, to get rid of them, and that works, that works, that works. But these graboids get smarter. Why why isn't anyone spitting them out anymore? Nobody's spitting out the pipe bombs. Like, they figured that out in the first movie. There was just one graboid in the first movie. That's true. Okay, they kill so them. They're uh, in
0: New Mexico, totally different place. They got like they got like hundreds <laughs> of Or was it baboids. Mexico or New Mexico? I mean,
4: maybe the shrieker's there's are Mexico. messing with their insides and their brains aren't working too right and they're just like I don't Aah.
0: think you're supposed to think about tremors too. Probably not,
4: no, not that much. To. You
3: have to. I don't think you because do have to. It's like you don't have it to makes a try and prime directive. <laughs> there's like hundreds of them coming at them at once. <laughs> and then <laughs> like there's a scene where they they're walking now and they just kind of the forget about the graboids? Well, that's the thing. Oh, come on. They're they're not the graboids. They're the heads of the graboids, but they're yeah. walking. So what have No, they're to the baby graboids. Right. They're have baby seen, graboids right. that have Colin, legs. Colin, Have you seen Tremors 2? Man, and do ne- not judge this movie. So next week
0: we should talk about RoboCop at the end of the uh, <laughs> whatever we're going <laughs> to I'm sorry, back, go back, ahead. Right, back, back no, up. no, no, no. I'm all sorry. Right. Go ahead. Gra- <laughs> okay, yeah, graboid baby graboids have legs.
4: They're called Shriekers. shriekers. Oh. They're and called they, Shriekers. And they use heat seeking to find. Yeah, that's, call, that's why they're so smart, head. because they're so stupid.
3: That's fine. I, I, I'm willing to buy all that, but yeah, what yeah. happened to the hundreds of Graboids that are still in the ground?
4: They all changed into Shriekers. I thought they were the what? babies. I thought Shriekers are babies. No, the, he just the are, Shriekers are babies. I could
3: have sworn, yeah. I thought all Shriekers right, are
4: babies. going to sell this right now. <laughs> graboids transform. It's, like it's, it's, it's a light. No, I, well, I mean that's, they, it, it gestates for a while, but then yes, they uh, three shriekers, which are the footed monsters per graboid, okay, they, the life cycle transforms as they go on. They go from graboids to shriekers. That's part two. In part three, the shriekers turn into ass blasters.
3: Like, what sort of gestation period are we talking about? Because I swear... At was, least th- one movie. It was the next day in in the same movie, and the Graboids went from underground to walking around. And I don't know. There's
4: also the theory in the movie that if they eat enough, they turn into... They turn into... It. But I think after a certain amount of time, it doesn't specify what they turn into. Yeah. Shriekers. Okay.
1: For more information on Tremors, find <laughs> our previous not this podcast. <laughs> podcast called Tremors. Called truck. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly enough. Uh, all right, uh, RoboCop wrap ups. Yeah, anything Robocop else to wrap-ups. Anything else to say about RoboCop insights? I'll say it. What right? do we think about the yeah, remake that's that's
4: coming up? Are we uh, Are we at me? all looking
1: forward to it? Uh, you're gonna go uh, see
4: it. You're gonna go see it. Has though, right? awesome I'm sure. I mean, it has an awesome cast. It has an mean, awesome uh, cast. it does. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Gary Oldman. It had, it, had, it had Hugh Laurie for a while, but he dropped out.
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's got some decent people right. involved. I've seen what RoboCop looks like. That's underwhelming. That's disappointing, yeah. He looks like Batman. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. I've seen what ED-209 looks like. He looks like a Transformer. He's a futuristic version of what he looks like now. Yeah, but Transformered out and all spiky. Yeah. I mean, he goes from, you know, he transforms from one mode... To combat mode really? to well
4: I hear the armor that we're seeing now is only one version of the Robocot arm, armor in yeah, the movie yeah because he transforms also right that's his SWAT armor I know the future and he rides a motorcycle and it's like going to be Judge bullshit
3: Church. ugh god when does this come out I hopefully they can it and never next summer next summer which means
1: it's heavily CG intensive for sure Yeah, because they, they shot it like last year I think
3: heavy on the CG they're probably still shooting yeah, it's flash
0: in the pan I'm sure
1: No, it brings it back. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows, right? Who knows? knows. We know. It'll be cool to watch. I think I know. Uh, Yeah,
4: again, I'll see it.
1: All right, well, I guess uh, I'm up, yeah, on the the RoboCop wrap-up. Okay, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of good things uh, to say about this movie. I think I've said a bunch of them. Uh, I think, yeah, if you're looking at uh, science fiction cinema... You know, RoboCop is uh, its one of the all-time classics, I think, just because it does have like this, uh, you know, it has substance to the film as far as a very sharp kind of, I don't know if I want to say satire, but it is. It's I kind would, of a, yeah. It's a satirical look at a corporate America, you know, of the future or of the present, depending on where you sit, yeah. you know. Hmm. Uh, I think that kind of elevates it above the, you know, like, superhero plot mechanics, you know. I think those are done as well as you can possibly do them. It's a superhero origin story. I give it credit because, you know, they thought this thing up whole cloth without, uh, you know, it coming from an established source, um... I do think, you know, again, I, I think that the only, the only deficit that I have to the movie is the, the visual style. I think it's kind of flat. I don't think Paul Verhoeven's a, a visual stylist. But as far as, like, a director... I think we're yeah. having mic
0: problems. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're coming back now.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, as a as a director a of this type of cinema, I think, you know, he, he he's very good. Uh, I think the designs, you know, again, which I guess we credit credit to Mr. Botine and Mr. Tippett, uh, are fantastic i mean those are the kind of you know you want to have the action figure you know i mean like i the, want to dress up as robocop yeah, or, 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 and go around pacifying urban uh blight or shopping um, or, or shopping <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's a it's a quality film i mean i, I you know again I, I haven't seen this in a while now uh, watching it again tonight was like, you know, I remembered, like, every line, everything that was going to happen. So, I mean, obviously, when I was a kid, I watched this thing, like, religiously over and over again. It still holds that that, that uh, entertainment value. Um, you know, I'm trying to think if there was anything that really struck me as... Um, you know, when you're seeing it from like an adult perspective, going back and maybe some stuff that you missed when you were younger. But uh, you know, I think I pretty much got all of that. uh yeah. You know, corporate politics. And I knew that that was there uh, then. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a really well-made, really well-made movie. Uh, I mean, Travis could be right. I mean, by saying it's one of the best American science fiction movies, you know, of all time. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you deserve uh, you. Know, you you gotta go check it out RoboCop is go that Robo. what we watched
3: RoboCop um, yeah no I th- I, th- I uh I think that. RoboCop <laughs> is that what it is uh, what? Tr- RoboCop Robo.
5: <laughs>
0: Robo. <laughs> go
3: um, Robo. go Robo go Robo go I, Robo I, I like the world that this is set in I know it's Detroit and it's loosely it's really not based in any sort of reality it's the near future of a, a comic book world really um I really like, I like the fact that, like The Crow, and like Judge Dredd, it does, it it really sells you on this, you know, even the Delta City, it's, they're they're creating this, this world that's, you know, maybe it's the near future in an alternate timeline. Um, And everything within it, from their news programs, to their game shows, to their... Style, I know there's some 80s in there, yes, but um, I, I even buy that. You know, um, the lighting I actually do like. Uh, I think I'm gonna go against co- what Colin says. Visually, I think it is a pretty strong movie. Um, there's like there's layers to this movie. There, like even when you're when Robocop saving a girl, um, in the background there's the Delta City billboard and it's a fucking billboard you know I mean like they actually put up a billboard and like there's everything when you're looking at this movie is just I mean I think that you could go back and watch this movie again and again and see new stuff about it that you know if you haven't seen a hundred times like us and I guess I haven't seen it a hundred times so I'm still noticing this stuff but I haven't seen it in a long time and it was nice to, to rewatch it and I think if we're going with the idea that it's A or B list I would say it's an A list movie and you should check it out um watch it buy it love it Tom sleep with it <laughs> sleep with it if you can
2: Ah, uh, okay. can't uh. oh boy. Uh. no boy no uh Robocop is a really good movie I'm, i I'm I liked it uh as a child um uh, I think last time I saw it was probably like last year um I, I really I, I really get a kick out of the i think i think i really just get a kick out of the whole like corporate uh dystopian like future I, i've always like movies that kind of like represent that like kind of like corporate this whole like kind of just just this this future and it, it does a really good job i i think i, I gotta i gotta agree with uh, brent as I, I like the visual style of this movie i like the visual style of this movie a lot it's kind of dark and, and gritty and brings out the <laughs> the lighting really kind of brings out the almost like the dinginess, you know? I mean, like you have a just this cool set this cool set battle where it's at like a like the like a factory, you know? that that's really cool and there's a lot of good nighttime shots and they, they just do a really good job of of painting just this this universe in which uh you know, you wouldn't want to live, but uh, and and I mean, this time uh, Travis pointed it out to me that it it is a really a futuristic western, and you know that's that's actually a cool little aspect of I, I never really thought about and kind of uh, I get a kick out of it. I I I think it's an A list movie, but. RoboCop is a B-list superhero. Um, That's as
3: good as it's gonna get. We wouldn't be talking about
0: him today, but I'm just saying. But, um, <laughs> I,
2: I mean, I guess it's gonna it's gonna take what the remake. If the remake's any good, then that'll that'll reinvent. I mean, they, he's got to be something. Detroit's building a statue of him for crying out loud. So where's Superman's
4: <laughs> statue? They well, have it's, in
2: it's in Metropolis, <laughs> Illinois. It's in Metropolis, Illinois.
3: Dude, eight-hour drive, summer. man. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there once. I want to go back. Do you want me to cut that out, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we can leave it in. This is Satch's Superman summer. What the hell was I thinking? No, it's staying. It's
2: staying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I. You know, I. If you haven't seen this movie, you uh, you need to check it out. Cause uh, it's an important piece of uh, science fiction film. I don't, I don't really know if it's important piece of just like film itself, but science fiction, yes. And if you're listening to the Freak Show, then you're probably in the category of you need to fucking watch this movie.
3: There's a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's a good chance you've already seen this movie, and if you haven't, get to watch. <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Bitches watch. Um, yeah, RoboCop. Um, uh, one of my one of my favorites. Um, I've been watching this movie since I was a kid. Um, which, looking at the content of this movie, you could consider that disturbing. Um, but uh, this movie has always captured my imagination. From the design of RoboCop and Ed Two Hundred Nine, um, I've always loved the satire. Uh, in this movie, Paul Verhoeven's uh, his commercials and everything, um, uh, always uh, captured my imagination. Um, uh, always an entertaining movie. I don't think it ever gets old. As far as whether it's A-list or B-list, I don't. I, I, that that differs for everybody. I'm not going to sit here <laughs> and quantify it <laughs> as much as anybody else here has. He totally agreed with me earlier. Now he's caving. According, he no, no, I won't take that back. According to what you said, I agree with your parameters of it. But those are your parameters of what A list and B list is. Just near. But I agree with that. Um, as far as uh, the visual style of this movie, um, nothing. I mean, nothing popped to me. But I do agree that what Travis said is it felt like very natural lighting. It felt like what you would see in the world. Anything that was in the the offices of the buildings felt very corporate, felt very, you know, overhead lighting. That felt natural. Anything that they shot in the... Um, the abandoned uh, whatchamacallit at the end of the movie so just, the industrial. just the industrial complex yeah it all seemed to fit it I all like seemed...
0: how the police station it's very yellow it Like it
4: all fit it all seemed exactly like what you would think those places would look like so I like it I don't know if that's bad or good but it fit for what this movie was um, uh, it's, it's a great movie if you haven't seen it my, my god um, but see it, um, <laughs> see it, um, and see it now. Uh, A plus in my movie, in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, this is one of the only movies. That, okay, you got, you got aliens, Predator, Terminator, RoboCop, uh, Ninja Turtles, Transformers, He-Man. You know, there's only there's there's like I mean a handful. I, I'm sure I can name one or two more. But there's only a handful of things from the '80s that just like, yeah, here's a here you know here here's a a a movie that's 103 minutes, right? And from that, people are just like, I gotta know more. What you know, I gotta know more about what this dude. What's he gonna do afterward? I think that's really why, you know, even a lot of the sequels aren't that successful because I think the idea is so awesome. That you can't, like, it's hard to come up with a cooler bad guy, and a hero is only as good as the villain. And when your hero is just so fucking aw- this is the same thing with Superman. You know, Superman is so goddamn cool, it's hard to create a villain for him that is cooler than Superman, <laughs> because Superman is just awesome. Same thing with Robocop, and I think even Iron Man. I think Iron Man's a cool robot guy. Say the cool robot guy. But, so, following this story, you're supposed to have other cool robot villains. Well, us as Americans suck at making robots, so it's very hard for us to make cool robot villains. But, we try. God, we try. And that's all I can, you know, I just think that, you know, there's only these handful of stories that have went to cartoon... TV, comic book, uh, just novelizations, and, and, you know, I mean, they're things that, they're they're going to continue because fans keep it going. It's not necessarily, even if movie produced, they're like, that don't sell. We already tried Robocop without Peter Weller. Eh, no one's going to do it again. Blah, 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 blah. You know, they tried doing that. with. That's the very reason they didn't want to make Tim Burton's Batman. They're like, Adam, what? Ah, we can't make that cheesy blah, blah, blah. You know, because no one thinks anything's worth it unless it's making money for you right now. Because that is the cold corporate world, you know, that this movie addresses. But the fans keep it alive, and people, they, they, you know, that's why, what'd you say, Colin? There's like seven releases of this movie on DVD. I mean, it just keeps, you know, they're like, hey, we need to just put this in another uh, box and uh, sell it again. Because it keeps going, you know, people buy it. People buy it. And, uh, I mean, as for the movie itself, I mean, I can't say anything that anybody didn't already say amongst the four of us, five of us, and, uh, <laughs> I meant four of you, that's what I meant to say, not us, but four of you, but, uh, but, uh, you know, I think the lighting of this is brilliant, I think when, when he is outside and the flames blow up, you know, there's no light in front of him, because there's a fire in back of him, you don't get light in front of somebody when there's light directly in back of them. So when they had the camera, you know, I mean, that's perfect. You know, there's there's no extra lighting just to be like, can you see him? Can you see the detail of the costume? We paid money for it. You know, you don't get that. You're getting, hey, we're on a street at night. You know, there's like nothing but a highway and kind of a gas station. There's a fire in the back. We don't need all these lights to lighten up everything. You know, I just think that to me, that is what filmmaking to me is... When you take a uh, uh, an extreme idea and you make it a reality, and sometimes I think today's world of sci-, sci like CG, we make it less of a film and more of a cartoon by adding all this shit. Whereas, like to, like my favorite scene almost in a sci-fi movie is in the first Superman movie when he's lifting the car out of the ground, and really it's really just a a waste to headshot with a little bit of a car, and his arms just kind of pulling the car out. You know, it could be anything. It looks like the easiest trick to do in a movie, but just because it's a real guy, real car, something is moving it to where it looks like he's moving It's like, there's a guy moving a car! You know, it just looks cool, because it was real. It was practical. It was real. You know, they framed it perfectly to where, where the image sells you, and I think that's what... The, I mean, this movie is a guy running around in plastic with i mean that that stopping is what's
2: like oh my god this guy's like two tons of fucking whoop ass you know this guy is like an
0: arsenal of you know and it's a sound effect you know i mean that's practical filmmaking at its best and uh you know yeah i just i think robocop wow. robocop's gonna live on forever robocop forever even though they even if they make mistakes and Mistakes don't make even an iconic thing go away because all it takes is the next person that was inspired by the original material to come up with the next best idea for it, and then then it's off and going again. You know, I mean, even bad ideas. I've seen, uh, there's a writer, Jeff Johns, that, that actually writes for Green Lantern. He took really horrible ideas that happened 20 years ago and turned it into, like, the best comic book run just because he's like, well, they weren't bad ideas. They were just kind of handled with less seriousness. But if you really think about it, and you add... I mean, this is the power of, 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 of sci-fi. Is you walk away from the story, and you think about it, and in your mind, you make it real. You make the possibility real. And that's how scientists can watch Star Trek and go make a cell phone. Is because they make it real. It's not a real idea. It's just bullshit. It's fake. It's crap. But... You're so intrigued by it, you go away, and you think about it, and you're like, well, if this can do this, and if that can do that, if you can piece that to that, you make it real. You know, this is why, you know, I like that saying in Thor that uh, science fiction is the predecessor to science fact. You know, I mean, that's the reality. It's uh, a fantastic film.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was an emotional close. (laughs) All right, well, listener, uh, that's RoboCop. You can get RoboCop. We well, already got RoboCop. You can get our past episodes on the internet at Saturday Night Freak Show at blogspot.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and on Podbay FM. Uh, get all our past episodes there. Subscribe. You get all our ne- new episodes. What's coming up next, Brent? 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 All right, he's uh, indisposed at the moment. So, uh, also, (laughs) so what you want to do is uh, jump on over to our Facebook page, which is at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Free, I'm trying to buy him was, some time we, to get back. <laughs> uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Day. Freak Show. Just for our slow
4: viewers? <laughs> we, viewers? We'll
1: post all this week. We're going to post like uh, little factoids and photos, whatever we can find uh, about Robocop itself. And you can get a hold of us on Twitter. We're at Twitter at uh, Hale at is Sat Freak Show. That's at Sat Freak Show. Bam.
3: And what, what so, are we watching this? What, Brent, what are we watching uh, next uh, uh, week? Sorry. Um,. Next week, we will be watching... Nobody knows what it is yet. Whoa. Uh, Tango and Cash. <laughs> awesome.
1: Wait, anybody here not seen Tango and
3: Cash?
0: I saw it, like, maybe one oh, time, uh, like, Tango ten years cash. ago. I, don't I really Tango don't recall cash. it. Yeah, you guys are...
1: I like, think Green I saw Tree? it 20 years ago. <laughs> the like, if, if I've seen
2: it, I don't... What, what,
3: like, what, who was so in so it? It's, it's Kurt Russell and uh, Sylvester so Stallone.
2: Alone. Okay, and, and Jack Palance. And oh, Terry Hatcher. If I've if I've seen it, I don't remember. I don't I
0: actually don't recall being a fan, but maybe next week we'll see. And maybe Alan if you can change my mind.
3: Colin and I started talking about it earlier in the week, and I was like, "Dude, that's it. I, I got it. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. and It's gonna be good. Yeah, sweet."
1: So there you go, listener. Tango and Cash next week, right here on the Saturday Night Freak Show.